Hi, I'm Helen. And I'm Steph. And this is our podcast. And can you believe it's episode four? I can't believe it. We've done four episodes already. And yeah, we love it. It's like the highlight of the week. I love it so much. And just getting to chat about things um, we care about. And also people are listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you for all your lovely comments. It's so nice to hear. And we've got an Instagram account now. We've we've plugged that a bit over the last few days. So we'll talk a bit about that at the end. But yeah, follow us for all the latest news. Yay. How's your week been? Um, yeah, it's been okay. Um, I think... As usual, ups and downs, good days and bad days. Um, had a very lovely meet and greet with the newest member of the family, which is a four-month-old cockapoo puppy. <gasps> oh, she's so cute. She's not mine, sadly. She's my brother-in-law's, but I did want to steal her when we went up. She's so cute. And oh my goodness, puppy therapy is like the best thing when you're having a bad day. <laughs> It's the best. I saw a picture on your socials, actually, and um, she looks so cute. She's so cute. Yeah, she's chocolate brown and just her little face. Honestly, I just I wouldn't be able to say no to her. That's the thing. She could have everything she wanted. (laughs) Oh, so cute. How's your week? Well, I'm going to get a dog now. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's the same, really. I know what you mean about, like, highs and lows and stuff. Um, Went to a drive-in gig on Friday, actually. Oh, yes, I saw that. That looked so good in Southampton, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Shout Out the Bands, Grace Savage, Movie and Wild Front. Get the plug in for all of them. (laughs) They were so good. And I was, I'll be honest, though, I was a bit nervous about, because I know it's not socialising, but it's the first time I've gone out and kind of done something like that in so long so I did feel a bit nervous yeah the good thing about having your car is it feels like a little protective bubble yeah um but it was raining so oh it was a bit rainy so can you get out of your car we did a bit when it kind of stopped but you we we just sat in and then just opened the window a bit to hear all the hear all the music so yeah it was good that sounds so fun maybe that's going to be the way forward for a while I know. Well, I'm so pleased for the bands because, you know, it's so tough for musicians and stuff at the moment. Mm. So getting that, like, I think having that opportunity and getting a a bit of interaction in a weird new way from people is so good for them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And they've probably just really missed gigging, haven't they? So even if even if it's not the way that they would normally do it to just get out there and still have people hear your music live is probably pretty cool right now. Yeah. Mm. so that was good um the topic this week we it feels like it's happened quite organically I think doesn't it Mm, yeah yeah it does we're going to talk about body confidence and body image I guess yeah that lovely all-encompassing topic (laughs) we've picked another biggie we did this last week (laughs) I know we're gonna be able to Um, talk about this for ages Yeah, we will. And I think it kind of came from a number of things. One of them being like, there's a lot around at the moment about kind of coming out of 
lockdown and people feeling worried about their appearance for whatever reason like maybe you're worried you've put on some weight or you've not had your hair done or um you know all of the other things that we've not been able to do or that lockdown has created for us um so we just thought it would be a really good one to chat about really do you know what I've just realised? Like the group mentality thing is huge, isn't it? Because when we're all in the same boat, I love your quote, by the way, you've got to do your quote again about the boats. Oh, yeah, they're all in the same storm, but not in the same boat. That is so good. But mm. in the sense that in a shared experience where we're all not getting our hair cut and we're all not able, you know, we can exercise we can exercise but obviously there's a lot of different stresses so that might go by the wayside sometimes and that's okay and we all kind of share that together and then as we start to ease back out the other side it's like oh gosh people have had their hair cut oh my goodness people are like getting you know really fit and healthy and I've done none of it and oh my goodness yeah that's so that's so true and people have have really coped differently with the lockdown as we've discussed previously and I know last week we were talking about the whole comparisonitis situation and that's totally um going to kind of rear its head I think as we come out and people feel worried about people other people judging them for what they have or haven't done in lockdown and how that's then made them look different or feel different so and there's a kind of a lot of jokes around at the moment about putting on weight or eating too much but oh my goodness we're in the middle of a pandemic like the aim is to survive the aim is not to use this time to get drastically fit or drastically lose weight or you know we need to survive (laughs) and however you do that is is good but if you if you're surviving on donuts that's all good you're you're surviving you know don't give yourself a hard time about it that's so true. Do you know who's just come to mind? Um, my lovely friend who, poor her, she's she's had the virus and it and she's taken a, a long time coming out the other side of it. So I think mm. I've read about a few people like this online where it's like a post-viral fatigue thing and it's awful. Yeah, I've heard about that. It sounds terrible. It's so bad. And like chatting to her, because not, we've not been able to chat to her much because she's just needed... To, to really take it easy and that includes you know not having too many phone calls and stuff like that but I do remember chatting to her a while ago and I feel like such a wally because I must have said like oh you know I'm, I'm eating or drinking a bit too much and she's like you're healthy like that's the main thing and that is the main thing when there's people that I don't want to downplay it because obviously there's lots uh, that goes on when you're not feeling good about your body and stuff but Mm. when you've got a friend on the other end of the line that's gone through that I was just I was thinking oh you know we're health I'm healthy Mm, yeah exactly it puts it in perspective doesn't it yeah yeah crazy times Mm. so should we chat just a bit about how we get this concept of beauty body image ideals and stuff so I think it's pretty apparent where we get these ideas from, but I think it's just quite important to um, acknowledge that because I think we sort of forget it. So the the concept of like beauty and what is desirable and what isn't in terms of how we look is it's completely socially constructed. So nobody is born with this 
preconceived idea of what is desirable and what isn't what is beautiful and what isn't but we're it's completely formed by society and people and what we see so you know in the media and in the fashion industry and in the in the beauty industry so we get we see all these images all of the time and they're fed to us over such a period of time and in so many different forms that of course we will be influenced by them um, so I think it's just really important to understand a bit about where this issue comes from and actually why it is quite a big issue for a lot of people in society at the moment. And it, it's, you know, I don't want to blame the whole fashion and beauty and diet industry, but there's a lot to be said for the, the messages that we get from those industries and how they then make us feel about ourselves. That's su- Yeah, that's such a good point. It is like a social construct isn't it and the thing is when you look back in history there'll be artists that have you know done paintings where the women I always you know end up talking about women first obviously men as well but um painting bodies that look completely different and that was desirable at the time Mm. and we're in a now in a different time and that changes what people think is desirable because it's like you said it's fed to us which is um when you actually break that down, that is so scary. It is. It's quite manipulative, isn't it? When you think about, and there's a lot, it's not just one industry, there's a lot that will feed us these images. And if you think about, like you just said about it changing over time, like the Kardashians, for instance, so for a long time, and I think even still to some extent now, there was this image of beauty that was, you know, white size eight model, Um but actually then the Kardashians, it was desirable and sexy to have this more hourglass body shape. And then we were suddenly influenced by that and everybody was getting like bum fillers overnight. Like we're so we're so influenced by these images. And then build into that the whole beauty and diet industries, which absolutely rely on us. Firstly, them pointing out to us what the what flaws are and us identifying what our flaws are and then giving us a solution to get rid of that flaw rather than to accept it so stretch marks cellulite open pores bags under the eyes they're all natural things that occur within our bodies but the beauty industry absolutely feeds us this stuff about how it's essential that you that you get rid of this and we've got the solution they don't encourage us to accept that this is a normal body and it's okay that is so true in advertising. Just quick side thought, if I did have my bum filled, would <laughs> it then mean that if I went cycling or spinning, it would hurt less because there'd be more protection? Because if, if it's going to do that, I mean. <laughs> do you know what? I actually don't know what I guess it's like. Is it like quite solid or squishy? Uh, I don't know. Well, Maybe there's a, gonna... bit of, there's a bit of extra research we need to do there. I'm going to, well, no, I'm not going to encourage it because I know. Do you know what I did watch actually? Um, BBC Three, I want to say Amy Childs off of TOWIE. Oh, um, yeah. It was something called like I've Been There and she was chatting to two school um, school age um, uh, students. What They must have been like, I don't know, year 10 or something. Mm. And they were thinking about getting plastic surgery and she <gasps> was basically talking to them about how how detrimental it was for her in the end because mm. she became obsessed with it and yeah. she ended up in hospital with one of her 
surgeries and it just mm. went horribly wrong. And I think she really helped these these two girls because they were getting so down on themselves and like their self-esteem was plummeting. Mm. Um, it was, yeah, pretty eye-opening that. Wow. That just goes to show, doesn't it, that it, media and, and influential figures can have a positive impact as well as a negative impact. I think there's a lot of... There's a lot of people that need to take more responsibility for it. She felt, do you know what? She did feel like that. You could tell mm. she felt that responsibility. Another random programme to mention, the Great British Sewing Bee. Have you seen that? Oh, no, I've seen bits and pieces of it. I prefer the Bake Off, so I haven't got into it. But <laughs> I do like the Bake Off, actually. Yeah. But the, I didn't think I'd like this because I was rubbish at sewing at school and I just ended up like gluing stuff. I was so such a cheat when it came to <laughs> like Prit stick. yeah it was like give it a bit of Prit stick that'll do um but no there was this there was this uh week where they did hollywood and they had to create these hollywood outfits and there was this fashion historian talking about marilyn monroe and the thing is with marilyn monroe her natural body measurements were something like a 36 round the chest Mm. something like a 26 or something around the waist and then like a 36 again around the so very kim kardashian yeah hourglass but completely natural yeah you know that's what she's that's her body she's been born with yeah um and she was obviously one of the biggest icons wasn't she when it comes to beauty i suppose yeah definitely yeah but isn't it funny how it changes over time and what we see is how we perceive this beautiful image and then what we strive to be like, even if it's not our own body shape. Because I think everybody has their own kind of natural body shape. And yes, you can work really hard at exercise to to change the way you look or eat different things. But I think it's we're all unique and we're all different. And looking at somebody else and comparing how you look compared to somebody else is just really detrimental because you're made of different entirely different genes and and, you know there's so many things that go into building a unique person it's where we've where we've got to this whole comparing ourselves to others let's blame social media again oh I know (laughs) well I suppose the difference being when Marilyn Monroe was was on screen is that she was on screen again it was celebrity and it was kind Mm. of distant from like disconnected in some way and now it's on our phones and it's our best mates and it's our family Mm. and um yeah it's it's so different now Mm. it's so and it's all the time isn't it so back in those days you'd see a tv program or a film whereas now it's everything's at your fingertips and you only have to press a couple of buttons and start scrolling and there you've got you know all of these images of supposed ideal I keep doing this this little inverted comma thing and no one can Mm -hmm. see it um this kind of body ideal and and filters Mm. oh are they not just the root of all evil and I know we all use them of course we do but I just think that people maybe the younger generation or people who have grown up with social media just this this whole filter culture is is become normal and nobody really knows what anybody looks like in their natural state anymore because we're so used to seeing these really manipulated images didn't i read did i read somewhere that's starting to become a form of surgery where people want to look like the filters oh my goodness do you I know what i'm like, surprised 
Yeah, I feel like <laughs> I actually I read... wouldn't be surprised. Mm. And that they just mean that these images we're seeing are so manipulated and so un impossible to achieve that people who are who are younger or you know maybe more influenced just have these real misconceptions about what it is to be you know perfect um the whole perfectionism thing that's probably a whole nother po- podcast isn't it in itself but just striving to look like these people that are that are filtered up to their eyeballs literally and beyond <laughs> it's exactly. just it's just unrealistic um but it's it's fed to us so much that we can't really grasp the fact that it's unrealistic and did i read also i think we read the same article about the zoom thing about going oh, it, was yes. in a, it was in a magazine about yeah zoom face yeah the fact that we've got that we're on these meetings all the time mean that we're presented with our face because if you had a real meeting the other person wouldn't have a mirror on their shoulder that'd be weird wouldn't it yeah Um, and you're so distracted by looking at yourself rather than looking at the other person (laughs) I know it's 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 crazy and and I think they used the word I think self-objectification or something so you're like you become it's almost like you become like a third party to yourself. So your own Instagram and looking at other people's is like mm. looking at an object. Yeah. And seeing it, you're seeing yourself through the eyes of other people and seeing what you think other people are seeing. It's quite comp- It's quite a complex theory, I think. But yeah, that's essentially as you get this um perception of yourself as though other people are seeing you which is really probably really unhealthy (laughs) I do you know what I've definitely had that recently when we talked about it a few weeks ago with getting funny about that photograph I didn't like of myself Mm. and then looking back through photos because there was a few years where I was a bit of a different body shape and I don't think I was aware of it at the time I was happy there wasn't Mm. you know no one around me was like you know, you need to lose weight or anything kind of drastic. But, you know, I, I was a different body shape then. And I have I know that in recent weeks, I've looked back at some of those photos and like tore myself apart again. But I'm really got to try hard to look at those and look how happy I am. Mm. and think surely that's more important. That's, surely. that's do you know what that's so interesting stuff, because like you said, at the time you were happy. And mm. But now looking back, you feel like you shouldn't have been happy or you don't feel happy with the person that you were then. But at the time you were. Yeah. Mm. That is quite oh, scary. Interesting. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 But we, oh my God, photos of me when I was like early teens. My gosh, they are never coming out of the drawer. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm all about body acceptance, but oh Christ, no. <laughs> They are staying locked away. But interestingly, it's because like we didn't we didn't have social media then. I didn't care what I looked like. And I see, you know, photos of, you know, sort of fourteen year old age girls and stuff now, and I just think, my God, I had no concept really of fashion or what I looked like then. And actually I didn't care. I just wanted to go and play in the woods all day with my mates. <laughs> That's it, exactly. We didn't have that awareness of ourselves that is mm. so um oh I can't think of the word where it's like infiltrating every day it's like Mm. in front of you every day all the time yeah 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 it does so it's absolutely no wonder that with all of with all of that that we've spoken about people are 
you know, finding that they've got self image issues because they don't live up to this presumably perfect image that we're fed through loads of stuff. Do you think that's also why, because I've just thought of another example, and actually this is going back a bit, and this was a friend who... We, social media wasn't quite as big then but she loved taking photos on a night out and actually in fairness to her it didn't hold her night back in any way she just took photos of absolutely everything you're like yeah do you really need to take a photo of the kebab that we're now having <laughs> at the end of the night I don't think anyone needs to see that thank you um but she would but she took photos of everything but now you feel like for something to have happened it's got to have gone on social media so you've got to get the mm. right photo but that's then going to distract from you having a good evening Mm. and and you you might ruin your night by what you look thinking you don't look good in a photo yeah yeah do you know what I read something the other day I can't remember it was now but it was or it might have been a TED talk actually somebody saying that um they feel like we've got to this place and she was talking about how she took herself away from social media for a time because she said I realized I was basically living my life through my social media so if I didn't post about it it like didn't really happen so she's, she, I think it started when she went on holiday somewhere and was in this beautiful place and all she could think about was taking a photo of it and posting it on Instagram because otherwise it wasn't real. And she was like, I just, I realised how ridiculous that, that was. And then trying to get a selfie by the waterfall and the perfect, and you spend, you know, you take 30 different photos and then by the time you've done that, you've not actually really appreciated the beauty of the place you're in because you're so focused on getting this perfect shot oh my goodness that is so so true Mm. it it makes me a bit sad because I don't feel like I used to worry like that no and that's do you know what that's coming from my mum um is a photographer so she uh so I was used to having photos yeah it wasn't like I wasn't used to photos being taken and I mean that's like mum's gonna take photos and put up the one that you really don't like but (laughs) yeah the worst one yeah Yeah. (laughs) cheers mum it's going up um (laughs) But no, she's she's great. She's very she's very talented. So it's not even like, but then I suppose it, there wasn't digital cameras, so you couldn't see mm. the photo straight away, and you weren't really bothered. It's, yeah, just when it's up yeah, in the dining bet- room, you're like, oh, great. Yeah, I bet. Do you know what? That's actually really interesting. I bet that's had a real influence as well, because now we can. Before you just took a photo, and you didn't know until four weeks later when you went and that excitement that you had when you went to Boots and like picked up your twenty-four photos and found that twenty-two of them were terrible. We don't have that anymore. You can actually spend the time and the technology getting the perfect photo, but well, it shouldn't yeah. be to the detriment of of everything else. Also, do you find with body image? I f- I find that I go through stages and phases so times when I don't even really think about it if I'm honest just because life's busy Mm. and then suddenly Mm. I'll go oh uh I haven't like bought a new moisturizer or worried about (laughs) some lines on my head or something for a while maybe I should Mm. invest in something I don't know yeah yeah I think that's really normal and again probably is quite maybe influenced by what you what you see but also I think how we feel about ourselves is so influenced by I keep using that word today influenced it's a it's a biggie um by our environment and our situation at the time so if you are comfortable in a relationship if you're confident in a job if you're feeling good about other areas of your life I think you put less um focus on your appearance and I think we probably now we live in such an image driven 
society I think we probably overvalue a bit what we look like and and appearance and how that's linked to success and happiness um, but actually if you're if you're happy and content in other areas of your life I think that does naturally then take a bit of a backseat. And also, I think probably arguably that shines through. So when people meet you, if you are going on a date or you want to meet someone, maybe when you go and do that hobby that you love and you happen to meet someone there or um, you're just enjoying time with your friends or family, they can see that Mm. happiness coming out. And it's not they're not Mm. thinking, oh, hang on a minute. When did you last have your hair cut? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So <laughs> Four months ago, actually. Yeah. <laughs> right now. <laughs> Yours is looking lush. Oh, I did. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I did go on the 4th, only because my sister's a hairdresser. So I was I was first in the queue to have a little oh, trim up. It looks beautiful. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much. That nicely leads me on to what on earth can we do about this situation and how can we individually help ourselves to feel more confident number one on the list is learn to take compliments we're so bad at it we are so so bad so bad so if I say to you now Steph I really like your hair in that bun it looks so nice what are you gonna say I would say that my friends all used to take the mick out of me because they used oh what do they call it a pineapple pineapple head (laughs) I'd love to have enough hair to have a pineapple head (laughs) But we're generally, we're so bad at taking compliments. Like if somebody gives you a compliment, 90% of the time go, oh, what? No, no, I've got this or I've got that. Or no, I've just, I've just thrown this on or no, look at my roots or my grades. We're so bad at just going, thanks. So I, I took a leaf out of my own book there. Did you notice? And said, thank you. Oh yeah, that was really good. And I didn't <laughs> think any differently. Like, why do we think that it's bad to take them? Hmm. It's funny, isn't it? Yeah, we accept all of these likes on on social media, but to actually accept a a compliment in person feels really difficult. So we need to do that. Like when someone compliments you, just say thank you and then pay them a compliment back. Okay, I'm going to try. Okay, Okay. Okay. I'm going to do what you say. No, that is such good advice. I'm rubbish (laughs) at it, but that is good. I like that one. Um, the other, a lot of the other stuff comes from how you are thinking about this in your mind. So like being able to change the focus and change this narrative. And a lot of it kind of feeds into these sort of negative thoughts that I know we've spoken about before. And you can apply these to a lot of things about your, if you're feeling anxiety or, um, you know, stuff that you can just learn to change your internal narrative and make it more positive. So this sounds really cheesy, but things like positive affirmation. So we quite often will spend so much time looking in the mirror and pointing out our flaws that actually what we should be doing is saying positive things to ourselves because we never really pick up the 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 things that we're happy with. Our minds naturally seek out the things that we're not happy with um, and just kind of shift in that. Or if, if that feels too much at first, like just shift in slightly subtly changing what you're saying about yourself so if you're if you're looking at um I don't know you're saying I don't like my thighs and that I've got Sally light on them I hate that actually just kind of shifting what you're saying and rewording it so you're kind of saying I acknowledge that I'm not really very happy with my thighs but that's okay and I'm going to learn to accept them 
that's so that sounds so much healthier mm. I, it's funny what a slight subtle change can do to like entirely reframe the thought how does a positive affirmation work do you do you have to say it a certain amount of times or something um I don't think there's any hard and fast rule but I think absolutely saying it out loud is quite crucial so hearing it um because there's a lot about people kind of saying oh the things that you say negatively in your head don't say them out loud because it it makes them real but actually if you I'm I think actually it could be quite beneficial to say it out loud because you can hear it and hear how horrible it sounds and then replace it with something positive I, that goes back to to last week where I was saying where I'd said to my friends what I'd felt about myself in that photo and then they'd just been horrified and you know completely horrified mm. so mm. think what how a friend would react to what you're saying to yourself yeah exactly and think what you would say to a friend as well like we we we're so kind to our friends but we're so unkind to ourselves and just being able to mm. say nice things to yourself in the mirror and it feels really uncomfortable and you'll probably be like oh this is so cringe but just get in the habit of of doing it even just one thing a day and also it doesn't even have to be about what you look like like this is the whole point of this right that we're we're put we put way too much pressure and um value on on our appearance but actually maybe you've achieved something amazing on that day or that week so say that out loud you know say it doesn't matter that I've got cellulite on my bum because I've just achieved this amazing thing at work like you know acknowledge that there are other things about us that absolutely do not rely on how we look yeah I love that we we do put Mm. so much emphasis on it and there's so much more to us yeah there is we've got loads of like talents and you know all of our personality traits none of that in this image driven society is acknowledged really enough Mm. Mm. these are good and I think the other thing is just kind of similar really but just changing the perspective on how you see your body so actually our our bodies are amazing regardless of what size or color or ability you know we our bodies are capable of amazing things like think about like growing and having a baby or even just the stuff we don't think about like breathing and digesting food and burning calories and using our senses like they're incredible and actually we spend so much time like criticizing our poor bodies Mm. and they do an amazing job and like recovery with what people are going through with the virus and stuff. You see people yeah. coming out of hospital after however many weeks or months and you think, oh my goodness, the human body is amazing. Yeah, it is. Exactly. How we recover and rebuild ourselves. It's, it is amazing. And we don't, um, we don't give ourselves enough credit, which is another previous quote from a show. <laughs> Love it. Um, we've got our top three to end on and we're going for body image and how we, or body confidence really, and what we do to help ourselves if we're feeling a bit rubbish. You start. Okay. So I might go for the photo one because I haven't done this as, as a three things thing, but if now, if there's a photo I don't like of myself, instead of self uh, sabotaging and sort of looking at it over and over again I think I'll probably delete it such a good one going forward I did manage to do that last time in the end 
Well done. I do, yeah, that's so important because otherwise you just, like you say, you just keep on reliving it for whatever reason. That's just where our brains go. It's like, yeah, really not healthy. So just delete it and then it didn't exist. Yes. That's my number one. <laughs> number one. Um, my number one is going to be, let's go back to social media, um, just editing your feed so it's kind of more full of positive images so if there's things that you're seeing on your social media which are not making you feel happy about yourself then really think about editing it one person who's blooming fabulous um and let's tag her in this i think when we post is um body posy panda and her i think her name is megan crab and she's just amazing in the whole like body positivity movement um she's great so i follow her and I would recommend her as well. She's she's really good at filling your feed with positive images. Oh, yes. I've got her, actually, because she, I think, is friends with Bopo Boy, who's based down in the south. And, and he's brilliant. He's worth, worth ah, a as well. Yeah, yeah. So good. Um, my second one, probably, actually, do you know what's helped me when I'm feeling rubbish like that about my body is connecting with a friend or family member kind of Mm. takes me out of my head a bit takes me out of that space and uh, yeah it sounds really cliche but kind of helps me put things in perspective I've you know I feel fortunate that I can feel I can do that that I've Mm. I am quite kind of chatty and stuff but just reaching out to someone I think can help because it gets you out of your own head yeah definitely definitely and just like you said before, if you talk, if you say out loud those things that you're thinking to somebody else, it can make you really reflect on them and realise that they're not very kind. Yeah, mass- mm. definitely. Um, my second one would be doing something good for yourself. So it might be, I know I've just banged on about how the beauty industry is so evil, <laughs> but actually it's okay to you know give yourself a bit of a pampo I'm not saying don't don't do that but I think just do it in a way that is healthy so you're doing it for a bit of self-care rather than to change how you look because you feel like you have to so you know have a nice bath do a nice face mask do your hair and just yeah have a proper like little pamper evening and you don't even have to go out you can just do it in your own house that's really nice I love those in my head I'm like I'm gonna book one of those in and then I'm like oh looks like I booked it in for 2030 great (laughs) only another 10 years Um, right that's going to be your task for next week okay (laughs) I do need to do that I always say I'm going to do it and I never do it Mm. I I think for my third one I'll say I do I do like uh, running and actually I've never really done it for anything to do with my body it's just it's made me um, switch off from stuff a bit and also it makes you appreciate you've got the the power you've got in your body and what your body can do so Mm. yeah going for a run for me is a good one yeah that's a good one it's a good one and it gives you time to be in your own thoughts doesn't it without any other distractions as well Mm. um oh what's my third one gonna be I think just like being able to as much as um I think I'm fairly healthy in what I eat and stuff. But do you know what? If I want to eat the cake, I eat the blooming cake. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. And But I don't know if I, I mean, like, 
I know people were often on diets and stuff, but it's so important to not completely, um, oh, what's the word? Not completely restrict what you can have and deny yourself because life's too short at the end of the day. Eat the cake. Yes, I'm with that. <laughs> I'm I'm on that, definitely. Biscuits for us during lockdown. Oh, um, yeah, I love a chocolate hobnob. Mm. I had a chocolate hobnob just before recording. Did you? Yeah. Top draw. Yes, I love a hobnob. <laughs> you can't beat the good old classic biscuits. Oh, the bet good for Dunkin'. Really good for yeah, Dunkin'. Yeah, they are. Oh, I think a, a lot of people have done baking, haven't they, as well, In um, because they've got more time and stuff. So, yeah, a bit of baking a good old homemade cake. Mm-mm. Oh, this is going to be good ideas for the next week. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Defo. So, thank you so much for listening. And, oh, Instagram. Get us on Insta. Oh, yes. It is Helen and Steph underscore muddle through. So we'll be sharing. Um, that's where you'll find all of our latest episodes. And we'll be sharing some kind of top quotes and also um, kind of making some recommendations of, and stuff for further help and support and um, other places you can go that follow on nicely from the topics we discuss. Yay! And again, if you want to suggest a topic or give us any feedback, we'd love that. We're on email. It's helenandsteph at gmail.com. Thank you and see you next week. See you next week. Bye.